preparedness, and living the small homestead life. I'm Charlie, and tonight we're going to talk about EDC. Now, I can't remember if we actually uh, talked about this topic a while back or not, but The whole idea about EDC is that it's everyday carry. It's what you have on your person every single day. And it's an interesting topic because if you've ever looked up EDC, there's a lot of people that that think of EDC as the accessories that you carry. So, I mean, let's think about it. Your pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, how nice is your pocket knife? Does it get you through? Does it do everything that you want it to do? What about a flashlight? Do you need to carry a flashlight every day? If you do, does it need to be the best flashlight that you can carry? Or will a small, you know, a small one AAA mag light get you through? You know, there's there's lots of different caveats to it. And in the the social media world, it always has to do with how good or how nice your EDC is. Now, that may be the popular way to look at it. But in a uh, more utilitarian or preparedness type mindset, EDC is more about what on your person can prepare you for the day can prepare you for the little mishaps that you're going to have you know how well can you get by with what you've got on your person rather than how nice is it so when i say that i'm kind of thinking back to a video that i watched by ken troculus and He liked to reference a book called The Body Keeps the Score, which is about how stress causes your body to have issues. And that in order to keep that from happening, you want to make your body as resilient as possible. So he had a a three-tier EDC type um, philosophy. He'd say that you you need to build your body so that you can be strong enough to take on the things that need to that, that may happen. You need to wear clothes that will prepare you for things that you may come in contact with. And then you need to carry in those clothing the items that you'll need to keep yourself well if anything bad was to go on. So he, you know, he had this three-layered philosophy, which is a good philosophy to have because in the preparedness community, and Jack Spirico can kind of attest to this, you can talk as much about preparedness as you want to. But if you're not physically fit, you know, how prepared are you really? You know, if if you've got the go bag, you've got the the I'm never coming home bag, if you've got your, your EDC bag that you carry with you to get you to the house, right? And you're you're broke down a hundred miles away, are you really gonna get in the car or get out of the car? get your bag and actually walk that 100 miles back home and survive it. You know, so, yeah, your body is a big part of your EDC. And you've got to make sure that you're physically fit. 
Um, now, am I 100% physically fit? No. But am I better off than I was a couple years ago? Yeah. But that also has to do with the fact that I went through difficult times a couple years ago and then had to work in situations that caused me to regain muscle tone and lose weight. So, I mean, if I didn't have to, I, I should have been working out and at least exercising my body more often than I was. But, I mean, when you're in an office job and there's a snack machine four and a half steps away from your desk, it's kind of hard to keep yourself from visiting that snack machine often and from putting on those extra pounds. Now, your clothing... Well, let's say... Be physically fit, because that's a, that's a good thing, because you could be in situations where you have to, maybe you have to rescue your wife or your kids, and your wife weighs as much as you do. Can you go and pick her up? You know, because that's, that's a legitimate concern. Can you grab your wife, pick her up, and move her out of the car wreckage, and save her life before the car explodes? You know, can you really grab two or three kids and towed him across the football field to get him away from the crowd that's stampeding. You know, that that's a legitimate concern. And so everyone needs to focus on physical ability as part of their, you know, their first part of their EDC. It doesn't matter if you carry a pocket knife, whether or not it's nice, but can you do the things that you need to do to save your family and save yourself in a more um, physically tasking situation now kind of in the same vein your clothing your clothing plays a large role in how well you can do if something was to happen so let, let's look at a couple of things let's think about this for a minute so in a popular world where you've got polyester clothing and, I mean, I'll say skinny jeans. I wear skinny jeans, but same kind of thing. Where you've got these, like, synthetic fabrics that are made of plastic. And let's say that you're, you're in a house fire for some reason. If you're wearing polyester in a house fire, there's a good possibility that you will sustain more injury than somebody that wasn't wearing polyester. Because polyester, being a... Plastic will melt to your skin and cause you more injury. So, Kentraculus, he was in the same, he was in a vein of, you know, smart wool or other wool products of the same kind of caliber that are, are relatively thin, made of like merino wool from Australia, and that will, one, they'll keep you warm if you're, if it's cold outside, two, they will keep you cooler in the summer because they're they're temperature regulating. That's that's the amazing thing about wool is temperature regulating. And the way smart wool works, smart wool tends to it dries out quicker than other wools. And so it's also it's moisture wicking and it dries out. And if it is wet, you still maintain body heat because that's just how wool is. So that I mean that's a good point as well. I mean, if you're 
If you're too hot in the summer, you're going to pass out. If you're too cold in the winter, you're going to freeze to death. But especially like in Alabama where I'm at, you get those kind of in-between days where you you end up, you know, it may be cold in the morning, so you bundle up. You're just a little bit um, warmer than you would normally, but then by midday, it's 80 degrees outside. You can't go outside without going inside and changing clothes. So, you know, thinking about how should I layer my clothing what should I wear so that I've got the best, the best um, temperature regulating and um, insulating clothing for me? You know, that's another thing to think about. And I wouldn't say that smart wool is the way to go. I mean, it's a great product and all that. I don't own any smart wool, but from what I've read, it, it's as good as you can get. But the thing is, is each person is different. You know, some people are allergic to lanolin and wool. Some people are vegan, they don't care about wool, but still thinking about the same thing of how can I layer my clothing to keep me warm if it gets cold and I've got to survive outside in the freezing cold, or, you know, maybe it's gotten too hot during the day, what can I take off to keep me cooler? You know, that, that's a that's another way to look at it. Now, the, the third aspect in the Kentroculus philosophy is like the the EDC stuff now this is an interesting thing because and this is mainly what the the topic is today it's about what we carry on our on our person you know is it really worth carrying a $238 pocket knife just because it's maybe the best pocket knife that exists I mean if it's if it cuts well and is durable, then yeah, maybe. But let's say that you don't have $238 to spend on a pocket knife. Will the hand-me-down pocket knife from your grandfather that's you know been tried and true for the last 50 years serve you just as well? Yeah, it very well could. Um, again, with flashlights, you know, if... Do you really need the best flashlight that ever existed that's got the most lumens, that's got all the different functions? Not necessarily. I mean, if you've got a flashlight that's got a good battery in it and can give you several hours of light, so when it gets dark you can find a place to sleep or set up camp or do whatever you need to do, then you're just as well off as if you had that fancy flashlight with the extremely long battery life and the you know, the extra functions or whatever, because who's to say that you'll ever need those extra functions in an actual, uh, you know, life-saving, or should I say, survival situation. So, I mean, you've got to weigh these things back and forth. So, I mean, you know me, and I, I've got a, I've got a philosophy that's more like, the EDC should serve a purpose and be as utilitarian and multi-purpose as it can be. So, what I end up carrying is I've got like a, I've got an Openel knife, the Openel number eight that I got for Christmas one year. I asked for an Openel number eight and end up getting three, so I actually gave one away. But the Openel number eight is a is a French pocket knife that's made out of beech wood. So the handle's beech wood. The um, the um, 
the blade is carbon steel. Yes, it, it discolors and it's not as pretty after you've cut a couple apples, but you can sharpen it easily and even me being the dunce that I am, I'm able to sharpen it with relative ease. And then, you know, if you soak the beechwood handle in like mineral oil or ballastol overnight and then let it dry out the next day, it's not going to swell and contract and, and make it hard to open like a lot of people like to say about open else. So, I mean, there's different ways that you can take a pocket knife that may be old or hand-me-down or cheap, so to speak. Because, I mean, open on number eight is only like 13 bucks. But it's not cheap in the way that it... It's not a Chinese-made knockoff pocket knife that's going to cause issues. It works. It does what it's supposed to do. And it it's a pocket knife, right? Same thing with, with flashlights. For the longest time, I carried a little one um, AAA Maglite Mini, or whatever they call it nowadays. And it worked fine. The only issue with those is that you got to replace the bulbs. And as they've come out with the, uh, the new LED versions, they haven't had as many bulbs available for purchase. So... I mean, that's that's something to think about, whether or not you, you're going to need replacement parts or what. But, I mean, for, for me, that Maglite Mini got me through for a very, very long time. And then, I mean, it wasn't until a friend of mine, I went and actually, I helped a friend work on his lawnmower, and he gave me, sorry, there's acorns falling on the shed. Um, my friend gave me a Maritac Copper flashlight and it was the best flashlight for the longest time it's, it's smooth the the um, the threads are smooth because you got to screw the the cap tight in order for it to turn on so the threads are smooth it had good action it had good weight it had a good longevity with the light especially if you're using those lithium-ion energizer batteries and I mean it was fantastic and then one day I lost it. I let the kids borrow it and it disappeared. Didn't know where it was. And so I had to go back to that little mag light. And then for a little while I didn't have a flashlight because I've got one on my phone. So did I always need a flashlight during the day? No, I didn't. You know, it was only with those rare occasions that I really would need a flashlight. And then... I finally found that Maritac hidden in the grass because my kids dropped it in the yard one day when they were using it. And so I carried it with me again until the pocket clip broke. And then it kind of floated around in my pocket. And then one day my friend Stephen actually offered me a, uh, a light baton. And it was some, it's one of the older ones. So the, the, the lens kind of points at you when it's in your pocket. But it works. It does everything it's meant to do. It runs on the little uh, the one, two, three batteries that you can buy at Walmart, and so he offered it to me. It's like the only thing it needs is batteries. I'm like, sure, I'll take it. And it's been a fantastic flashlight as well. So, is it worth me taking and upgrading to another flashlight that may be more expensive? I mean, no, not really. Would it be nice to have another flashlight that's more expensive? 
Yeah, of course. I mean, it's always nicer to have the nicer stuff, right? Anybody that's, you know, been in any kind of situation where they don't have what they want, the thing that they want is always nicer than the thing they have. Um, and the same goes for anything else you carry, right? So your your string of keys, would it be nice to have a product that can hold all your keys in one simple to use little small compact thing or you know does your key ring work just as good well I mean that's up to you but something to think about and then is it worth changing from your your big thick dad your dad wallet that you might have you know that's two and a half inches thick because it's got every card that you've ever had in it you know and then changing to something more like the ridge wallet where it's super thin and you know you've got to pare down your cards to only certain few i mean again that that's personal preference and you have to think you know like me I, i've got a, a more slim wallet it's got a little notebook inside and a pen on the side it's from uh, one star leather but I still carry like insurance cards and library cards and all sorts of other cards. Yeah, I've had to kind of pare down because there's stuff that I didn't need in it. But there's other stuff that I do need. And especially like insurance cards. Right? If you've got something that only holds like 10 cards, let's say that you've got a debit card, you've got a credit card, let's say you're part of the Bitcoin community and you've got a fold card, then maybe you've got a, a gas card for using at the, the local gas station, then you've got your ID, you've got your concealed carry permit, you've got your uh, your FSA card, you've got, well let's see, how many cards is that? That's like six cards right there, right? And then you've got uh, more like seven cards. So that's seven cards out of ten that you can fit in that whole thing. Now you've got to pare down you know, your insurance cards. Maybe you're like me. You've got an insurance card for health, dental, and vision. Well, in which one of those situations are you going to need? Actually, I've got health, dental, vision, and prescription. You know, if you're far away from your house and you have a, you know, a health emergency, you go to an urgent care, they're going to need your health card, your health insurance card. And then if they prescribe you something, you're going to need your prescription card. So, I mean, the, the whole slim wallet thing is kind of a moot point. It's about what you need when you need it, right? Don't worry about how thick or slim your wallet is. If your wallet's too thick and it's giving you back problems, put it in your front pocket or put it in your, your backpack or something else. Or take it out when you're sitting or driving. Um... So, I mean, I, I don't know. I get this kind of idea that the EDC market is meant for more... It, it's really meant for people that just are collectors in general. They want to buy all the cool stuff, so they've always got something to have on hand. I mean, if you looked at a lot of this uh, EDC things, they've got fidget toys. And they're like, alright, this fidget toy is super awesome, it spins super smooth. And every episode, it's just fidget toy after fidget toy after fidget toy. 
Fidget toys are fine. I mean, I'm somebody that would prefer to have a fidget toy on hand because I get in these moments where, especially, I mean, I've got my phone, so that's a handicap. I, I just tend to, to scroll through Instagram or other stuff, but that's bad for you. And, you know, having something that you can kind of give your body or give, you know, give your mind something to kind of space out on and then be able to do another task is kind of useful. But does it have to be made out of titanium with ceramic bearings and then cost $175? No, it doesn't. I mean, I, I mean I've looked at getting other fidget toys. I mean, I don't really have any on, on hand. Most I've got. I had a um, one of those AG7 space, space pins that had a nice action to it. But it's too heavy. I didn't like carrying it, and it couldn't carry it in my pocket. I had to carry it in my in my um, my chest pocket on my shirt. And I don't always wear a shirt with a chest pocket, so it wasn't really functional. Now I've looked at getting like a, a fidget cube from Ansi Labs or something like that, but I just haven't because I don't I don't know. I, I just haven't had a true need to do it. And then when you do use it, I work in an office type setting. And so is it going to look like I'm just kind of playing with this toy rather than doing my work? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know how that's perceived by management. You know, is it, will they see it as something that's kind of helping me or is it something that's kind of distracting me? So, I mean, I don't know where I'm going with this episode. I started off, I was going to do like a little product um, shout out because it's something that I found. But, you know, the EDC concept, I think, has kind of lost its course. Because, sure, you want to have something on hand that can do what you need to do. So, like, what I've got, I've got my wallet, it's got a pen and a notebook, and all the cards that I need to get me through an emergency. I've got a pocket knife. I've got my set of keys for the house with a separate little key ring that's got my car key on it. I've got I've got a clipper lighter, which if y'all know what clipper lighters are, then good for you. If you don't, it's a it's a refillable butane lighter that's got a you can replace the flint. But what makes it fun is that you can pull this flint. Um, assembly out and actually use it to kind of as a striker wheel so if you've ever seen those uh, aviation survival kits that come with little striker wheel and the extra little tender quicks or whatever they call them it's very similar to that so I mean it's a multi-purpose lighter that can be refueled now I don't smoke but I've always got it on hand and if I need to set a fire like if I'm doing a camp out or I'm trying to start the grill I've always got it on hand um, and then usually I carry like a tube of lip balm but the one I was carrying was the the um, force Varets hood salva which is a Swedish lip balm made for the Swedish military and one thing is is it tends to flip upside down in my pocket and then one day I was running outside with the kids, and the cap came off, which I didn't realize. And my lighter had 
shoved itself in the back end of it and actually extruded more of the the balm out. So I had a pocket full of lip balm and I didn't know it until like a couple days later. But I, I guess that kind of brings me into a little product highlight. Now this is a product that I have not purchased. I'll go ahead and tell you all that. But it's something that when it originally came out, I thought was a fantastic idea. And of course, from the way they advertised it, it gave me even more ideas on how to use the thing. So, it's a product called Moat, and it's basically a very thin um, pillbox. It's about the same size as a credit card, like length and width. And then the depth is only about four or five credit cards deep. And so it gives you the ability to take that that bulky lip balm that you may be carrying and take it and actually cut a little piece off and pack into one of the grooves and then swipe it out if you need it. It's got another spot for um, those wax-based sunscreen sticks. You can actually knock some sunscreen off and then when you're out in the yard working and you need some sunscreen on your nose or there your ears or whatever that's going to get burned real bad. You can swipe some of that off and rub it on. And then if you're one of those guys that likes to smell good all the time, you can put a little bit of um, solid cologne in there and uh, you know swipe it as you're going throughout the day. Add a little bit more cologne if you're going on a hot date or whatever. And then it's got areas for breath mints, um, for aspirin, for the you know the daily essentials. Maybe you're lactose intolerant and need a couple of lactates. Well, it's got a little spot you can put a lactate, one of those lactate chews in there. Maybe you you don't do well with beans and other um, gassy type of um, vegetables, so you put a couple of beano in there. It's got enough space to carry all that. And then let's say that you take Maybe you take a, a statin or you've got nitroglycerin because you've had a heart attack or not. You can put a couple of those in there and have them on hand. Um, but, I mean, it's a good idea. And from what I see online, it works well. But, again, it's all about being able to carry what you need to carry. And not really any more than that. Right, because it's the EDC, it's the everyday carry, it's what you put on your person, and you have it with you all the time, usually because you're going to need it. And I mean, of course, I like to take it to the extreme with some things. No ballastol, that's my favorite stuff in the whole world. They have the ballastol wipes, and I like to. I I don't carry one in my wallet. I don't carry one in my person. But that's one of those things that I would, if I had to choose something to add to my EDC, it'd be Ballastol. And then maybe after that, some Flitz Polish. You know, there's just those things that they do so much that it's almost, you know, it's almost worth carrying it with you every single day. And I will say that as time's gone on, you know, I've, I've gotten different backpacks Granted, I've only had like two or three, but I bought this big 27-liter backpack because I was going to carry my MacGyver kit in it. I was going to carry a jacket, a pair of underwear, 
Actually, it was a whole pair of clothes originally. Um, I was going to carry all this stuff, but it made the backpack so heavy and made it so big. And then I'm working in this office environment. If I carried that thing in, they would think I was going in to do a military exercise and think that I had an AR-15 strapped to my back. Which, it had a compartment for that, too. You could take an AR-15, break it in half, and stick it in that compartment. But, do I need that every day? No, I don't. I, it's, there's no real reason. The MacGyver kit can stay in the car, because it's usually when I'm, you know, I'm either at a job site that needs something that I just don't have usually in my tool bag, or in my, my toolbox, or it's, I'm at the house, or I'm at my mom and dad's house, and they've got an issue, and we need to fix something real quick. That's where that MacGyver kit really comes in handy. Not every single day at the office, you know? So I guess I'm saying all of this in order to say, make sure your body is healthy. You know, make sure you're, you're well off body-wise, and that you're not just falling apart. Um... Make sure you're not overweight, that you can do a little bit of physical activity if you need to. And then make sure that your body's well well clothed. I mean, it, you don't have to have the most expensive clothing. I mean, Walmart stuff does just as good as the most expensive stuff you can buy online. But just make sure that your feet are covered, your shoes aren't leaking, which I found out that the, the Clark shoes that I like to wear leak terribly when you step in water so they're not good for normal days walking across a wet parking lot but I mean make sure if you're going to wear shoes like that make sure you've got an extra change of socks in your car or something that you can change into and then you know when it comes to the stuff in your pockets just make sure it does what you need to do don't stress about whether or not it's the best or if it's the newest or whatever it, it is at the moment. Just be sure that you've got what you need and that you can take care of yourself. And I don't know, I, I guess that's it. But as much as I like watching EDC videos on YouTube, the most of them are all about just selling product. And when it comes to being prepared, especially in a sustainable type mindset, you're not trying to have the best or the most or whatever. You want to find something that works. So it may take a little bit of research to figure out what it is that works for you. But once you find it, you've got it. And that, that should be it. Does that keep you from wanting more or the wanting the best? No. But, I mean, if you splurge one Christmas and you end up with a little bit of spending money and you decide to get a different pocket knife, then good for you. That's no problem. But let's not look down on the person that's got a cheaper pocket knife just because he doesn't have the best one. Right? Because it's not about that. It's about the fact that that guy's got a pocket knife. And you're too scared to use yours. And he'll pull his out and use it to cut open boxes and do everything else that, you know, maybe he uses it to jumpstart a car by 
or jumpstart a lawnmower by crossing over the solenoid with it, right? But you can't do that with yours because that would that would damage the blade. You know, he's one step ahead of you, especially if he needs to cut the grass and you need to cut the grass, and he ends up being the one that gets your lawnmower started. So, I don't know. Just think about it. It's something. It's not really anything super hard to dwell on. I mean, maybe. For me it is, but for other folks, it's just something to kind of consider when you're looking at stuff and thinking, oh, well, I don't have that. Maybe that's something I need. Compare it. Is it really a need or is it more of a want? So, anyway. That's my little tirade on EDC. Not that it's not important, but that if you're trying, if you're following... If you're not doing it for your own self, and you're just following trends, then that's all you're doing is following trends. But anyway, this has been Coles on the Coast. If you like what we do, and you want to support us, you can visit our website and go to our um, Buy Me a Coffee page and either buy us a coffee, or 1500 if you want to. Or support us by um, buying a couple universal accessory kits from our Buy Me a Coffee shop. You can also call Charlie Small Engines and I'll come out and work on your small engine. And I mean, like today. So today I, I got a call last week and I needed to come out and look at a golf cart. And it wasn't anything I was able to handle. So if it's something that I'm not going to be able to handle... I can kind of lead you in a direction that can get you further from where you're at, but I'm not necessarily going to charge you. I didn't charge this man anything because it's a great opportunity for me to come and get experience. So that's basically all I charged him was the fact that I got to come and look at this machine and kind of learn more about it, but I wasn't able to, to fix the situation, so he didn't get charged. So, I mean... We're not going to charge you for stuff that we can't fix. Um, and then if you want to support us, you can also call Jessica at, well, I don't give you her phone number on the, the thing, but you can contact her through her website. And she teaches violin, viola, cello, and, and piano lessons. And if you're across the country, she can do Zoom lessons as well. So if that's something you're interested in and you want to support us in that avenue, feel free. Um, She's got she's got a couple lessons open physically if you're local, but we can probably work something out if you're you know across the country and want to do Zoom. But anyway, that's been Coles on the Coast. I've been Charlie, and I hope y'all have a great week.